All right, all right, all right. Special bonus episode. And I was put to the task of what, uh, with the way Game of Thrones has ended, what would I have done differently? Now, normally I don't like to uh, play this game because, well, if I love a show and it has an ending, then I got to respect the creative wishes and, uh, you know, bid it adieu the way it went down. Uh, but one can't help but have hypothetical scenarios pop in their head of, well, but what if? And so, as requested, I give you my what if Game of Thrones ended this way. Now, this is very difficult because my brain likes to go in like a thousand different directions when it comes to hypothetical situations. But let's, let's try and reel it in here. Now, my, my ideas are going to go from all over the place, and I apologize for that. But we're going to keep it as grounded as possible in the sense of, I don't want to redo the entire season uh, completely, but how would I have ended it with season eight having such a, well, actually the whole show having such a divisive ending? How would I have handled it in this hypothetical scenario? Okay, well... First of all, I would have gone back to episode three of uh, The Long Night. We didn't lose that many people in that battle against the Army of the Dead. But I think we probably should have. And one of the deaths I think should have occurred was Tormund Giantsbane. Now, I love Tormund Giantsbane, but... Essentially, he didn't have much to do after that fight. And we see him. We see him go up north. He, you know, he takes uh, what's left of the free folk, the wildlings. And they, you know, he says, we're going home. There's nothing for us here. Uh, We belong up there in the true north. And that's where we're going. You know? Um, but more on that later. But I, but I still say he probably should have gone out. Maybe he goes, does something heroic, like uh, maybe he he uh, comes in and takes a hit that was meant for Brienne of Tarth. That uh, might have been uh, might have been it for her. We do see that Jamie lends her a helping hand. No pun intended. Uh, and she helps out Jamie as well. They have like this this really cool back to back fight. But what if something they got? I mean, they were getting swarmed. So what if at one point it looks like Brienne might be going down, and it's up to Tormund Giantsbane to to uh, to get her out of that harm's way, or at least get her out of the swarm. But in the process, we lose him. I could see that, and it would make her uh, she she would respect him a little bit more. More than she has before. She would respect the fact that, wow, this guy, he he must have really liked me. Or maybe he was just doing something good. Maybe he wasn't just all brute. Maybe he had heart. Or maybe instead of Brienne, maybe he, uh, he does something. Maybe he goes in and charges at the night, at the night King with John. And the two of them have to get through, and then John, he's he's trying to get to Bran the whole time. And Tormund decides, okay, you know what? I'm going to clear a path for you. Don't wait for me. Don't wait for anybody. Go do what you got to do. 
And in the process, we lose him. Kind of like the way we lost Theon. You know, Theon knew that was the end. He he fought his hardest, probably the hardest Theon has ever fought in his life. But he knows he's he's a goner. And Bran knows he's a goner. And so he, you know, with one last defiant charge and roar, he goes at the Night King, you know, knowing that that's the end. And, you know, he just, he goes out kind of a hero in a way, despite all the horrible shit that Theon uh, did in the past. So maybe we get a moment like that with Tormund Giant's Bane. But more on that in a bit. So with the exception of that, and we let the uh, we, we let the episodes unfold the way that they do, and then we come to the ending here. Okay. Now I knew a few things. I mean, they they lay it on pretty thick that certain things are going to happen. We're setting up so many things. I personally think the brand set up to be king was very early on. I can't wait to read how that goes uh, when the books finally do come out and the series is complete. Uh, and we knew that uh, Danny was on the path to death. <laughs> Certainly John was, but we saw his death. But what if... When Danny goes to the throne room... And John is he's yelling at her and he's 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 pleading with her. It's like you can't I do you understand what you've done? Do you understand what's happened out there? And she goes, you know what? You're right. That was bad. But it needed to be done because if it wasn't going to be done, then how how would we truly win? How would I truly be the queen, the respectable queen that I want to be, that I deserve to be? I had to lead by example. And now we can we can start again and you and me, let's rule together. You you're the rightful king anyway, but I'm the rightful queen. So, but you know what? If we rule together, it won't be so bad. And John he wants to. He wants to so bad. He wants to do the right thing. But he does love her. And I think in that moment this is scenario number one. What if he does kill Daenerys? Same way it unfolds. He, he kisses her. He slips the dagger into her chest. And that's it. But then, instead of, instead of having a moment where he just he's just frozen in shock at what he's done, at the idea that he just... He just murdered the Dragon Queen. He murdered his love. That's the second love of his life that has died in his arms. What if in that moment he snaps? He snaps in the way of going, you know what? This is. Fuck this shit. I'm done. I'm done. I'm I'm done with all of it. I'm done with all these people. I'm and I'm certainly done with that iron throne that I don't even want. And he charges down. We hear we even we even hear Drogon 
we hear Drogon. Uh, and he's he's whimpering. He's he's crying out because he knows something's something's happened. Maybe he even uh, uh, comes to the throne, flies into the throne room, and he finds dead Daenerys. And we just hear the dragon cry the whole time. And John, he says, he he goes over to the others and goes, you know what? I killed the queen. And I did it because here's why. She was not the rightful heir. She murdered thousands, maybe a million people. We'll say thousands. But she was not, and she was a tyrant. I had to put her down and I am claiming the Iron Throne. I'm claiming it because my name is Aegon Targaryen. I am the son of Rhaegar and Lyanna Stark. I am the true king. And the story can be backed up by Samwell and Gilly and Bran. And then, of course, Tyrion and you know Sansa, all the people that know. Everyone knows at this point. It's not a secret anymore. And reluctantly, you know, because Grey Worm, we already saw, Grey Worm's not going to take that lying down. Like, you you did what? No, we're not, you are not our king. You killed our queen, we, nuh-uh, we're, we're, we're taking you out. And it's at that moment that Drogon reappears. And he's mad and he's angry and he's crying and he's in front of them and he's looking, he's sniffing them out and he finds John. He's like, you were there. This was you. But much like what he did in the other episode, it's like he can't kill him. And I think John even stands his ground and he's staring at the dragon. He's ready. He's like, oh boy. Well, didn't think about that, but uh, it was going to happen. And I think Drogon leans in close and growling and he's going to like he's either going to eat him or he is just going to set fire to this boy. And John just reaches up in his hand with his hand and he pets the dragon. The dragon lets him. Because really the dragon he's Drogon is just hurt. He's in pain. He's he just lost his mother. And John just puts out a sympathetic hand, you know, because he understands, and they and they have the Targaryen connection. Let's let's pretend for a second. Well, it's not even pretend. It's it's kind of a thing. When a dragon connects with the writer, or a Targaryen, I mean, that's like that's a full thing. He's connected with John once. John was Rhaegar's writer, uh, Rhaegal's writer, rather. And even though he's mad and even though he's angry about it, I think I think he 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 doesn't attack John. He wants to attack everyone else. I'm sure the Stark forces are coming to John's aid, like, oh we'll hey man, if, if that that dragon's too close, get back, we'll kill it. It's like, no no no. John holds him back and says, Nope, stay where you're at. And then, it, and then we see it. We see it in his face. He gets an idea. And he turns to the others and he goes, You know what? Does anyone oppose to my right? My right to the kingdom, to the seven kingdoms. 
Now the Unsullied and the you know the Dothraki probably they probably won't say anything like, but they're thinking like, yeah, we protest, but the other lords and the other uh, uh, you know the the Westerosi people they go, nope, we you have you have claim you you we have evidence to back it up, you're our king, so all hail Jon Snow or Aegon, how whatever what do you, what name do you want to go by? And John says, you know, to hell with that. Here's my first decree as king. And I think, though very carefully and very steadily, he makes a motion to Drogon that he wants to that he wants to ride him. And Drogon lets him. And they fly back up, fly over to where the uh, the throne room is. And because he's heard it so many times at this point he knows what it means I think John has Drogo fly right up to that Iron Throne and John says Dracarys and much like we saw in the original ending Drogon melts that fucking throne and he goes back to the uh, the lords and all the men he says no more throne that's it that's my decree no more throne the seven kingdoms will now go back to the way it was before the Targaryen Empire. No more one solid king. All kingdoms will be of their own volition. And you know what? Frankly, you all can do whatever the hell you want. Because I'm out. That is my my first and last decree as king of the seven kingdoms. And by the way, my name is Jon Snow. Because that is who I've always been. Now here's where it gets tricky because after that you'd think, well what's John going to do now? I still think that this was the only thing, the only prediction I had that somewhat came true. Well, there there were two. One I said there was going to be no throne. But there still technically was a a king at the end of it, so I don't know if it counts, but I knew that the throne was going to be uh destroyed in some way and I also knew that John was going to retire north, <laughs> in a sense. And I think that's what he does. I think he uh, he thinks about riding Drogon north, but he doesn't do it. He gets off of Drogon, and Drogon, you know, he's, he basically says, you know, not not even knowing if the dragon can understand him, just going like, "You're free, go, like just go somewhere." And I'd like to think that Drogon goes back, he recovers the body of Daenerys, much like he did in the show, and he flies away. I'd like to think that Drogon goes, he flies all the way back to Essos. You know, the land that he's he's so used to. The land that that his mother, uh, for, for all intents and purposes... Uh, she liberated the free people. She had love in Essos. Not from everyone. Not from the slavers, for sure. But everyone else seemed to really love her. And I think uh, that's where Drogon would go back. And he would take her body. Maybe he takes her back to Marine. 
the second sons are still ruling in her name. Maybe he takes the body back and uh, Dario Naharis finds it and, you know, and he's, he would be distraught. But they would put her in a burial ground right under the Great Pyramid, the place where she used to rule. And maybe they still rule in her name in Essos. We don't know. We didn't, we don't, uh, I don't think we get to know the end of that story. But I'd like to think that Drogon, eh, he continued doing what he does. He's a dragon. But, you know, maybe, maybe he decided to go back to old Valyria and uh, just kind of chill out that way in the ruins. Maybe he flew over to a shy by the shadow where Melisandre is from. Don't know. But I don't think we get to know. But John, back in Westeros, after he's made his decree that uh, the Iron Throne's destroyed, no more kings, no more king of the, uh, king or queen of the of the seven kingdoms. All kingdoms are independent. All of you figure out your own shit, because I'm leaving. And he goes north. Now, there's no more Night's Watch because they've, they've all either died or they've all uh, just decided what's the point. They've all found their place elsewhere. Some of them might have even decided to join the Free Folk. But either way, I would imagine that the Free Folk would have gone north anyway without uh, Tormund. And, and since in this case, Tormund is dead, they would have fled back north anyway because that's the only home they know. And without Tormund to lead them, what else are they going to do? And that's when Jon Snow emerges. And he says, Free folk, follow me. We're going home. And he grabs Ghost while he's at it. He's like, come here, boy. And he goes up north, much like in the uh, end of the show. Through the trees, there's a there's a maybe even a a, a moment where he passes by a brush or a, a small bush, and the snow has melted because spring is coming. A dream of spring, which is the title of the last book, supposedly. And that's what happens. That way. Now all of the uh, the seven kingdoms are independent of their own. Sansa could still be... Uh, I mean, she was always going to be Queen of the North at some point, or at least the Lady. Sansa Stark rules the North. Arya goes off on her own adventure west of Westeros. But w- then what happens to Bran? I think Bran goes back north. Or actually, no, no, he doesn't. You know where he goes? He goes uh, to the God's Eye. It's this little small island uh, in like the middle of Westeros, uh, kind of like on a river. That was where the first pact between the Children of the Forest and the First Men was made. That they would fight instead of each other, they would fight together. Because the White Walkers had become a problem. And they had to fight. But they made a pact there. Uh, 
no more cutting down the wear trees. There, those those white uh, trees, the weirwoods. There used to be a lot more of them, but when the first man came around, they started cutting them down, and uh, you because know, they they saw the faces carved in them and thought this is evil. This is horror. Uh uh-uh, uh, no uh, none of this. Probably made weapons out of them, and to the children, those are sacred trees, and we know now that there's power in those trees. The trees hold memories. And now Bran is the world's memory. And I think he goes there in front of the, the great weirwood tree in the God's Eye. And I think that's where he remains. The three-eyed raven before him, Blood Raven, Brendan Rivers, whatever you want to call him. He started to become one with the tree. In the book, he's he's uh, described a lot more gruesome. He's basically kind of like a uh, a talking skeleton uh, that's with the roots kind of growing in and out through him. He's he's in a sense a talking tree. <laughs> and I think that's what would happen to Bran, uh, eating the uh, the wear paste, the weirwood paste, whatever that stuff's called. He didn't do that in the show. Um, but he does it in the books and it's, it's basically a way of, it's, it's digesting part of the tree in order to retain more of the memories in the show. Basically all he does is touch the tree and he can see stuff. But I think in this case he would have to sustain himself. So he would feed on the tree while also becoming one with it. And thus... Whenever, uh, you know, something needed to be found out, uh, information perhaps, or, you know, things to be sought out, you have to go talk to the Three-Eyed Raven. And that's Brandon Stark. So there you go. Now you have the possibility of people all over Westeros going on this quest to the God's Eye to talk to in a sense, the, 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 the tree God, (laughs) like he was once called Brandon the Broken, perhaps, or maybe, (laughs) and then he just, it just, he falls into legend, Bran the Broken, uh, the three, they just call him the three-eyed raven, he's, he is all of these things, and he is none of them, you know, people could, could find him, they could, they could take quests to the God's eye, and uh, talk to him. It's like, I, I want to know certain things, and the only way I'm going to know it is if I go talk to the Three-Eyed Raven. Well, i got to go to the God's Eye for that. And you could talk to Bran, if you can find him, if you can get to him. Because I would also imagine that, you see, the God's Eye is near the marsh, and the marsh is where House Reed lives. So I would imagine that... House Reed and its people, not a large house, but enough, they would protect him. Mira, being the protector that she has already established herself to be, and Bran coming back to her, in a sense, there you go. House Reed protects their land, but also the God's eye to protect the three-eyed raven. And, you know, in case somebody got a wild hair up their ass and decided, ah, I should probably take out that kid, the, the tree the tree god. No, no, no. No, you don't. Not without starting a massive war. 
maybe it's a little too clean of an ending. But then there's also... What if Arya decided not to go to Westeros? Or uh, west of Westeros? Personally, I would have really liked to see... And I know this is kind of... It kind of goes against her character. I get it, but... Eh. I would have liked to see her come around and uh, visit the Stormlands. Because the new lord of the Stormlands is Gendry Baratheon. I would like to see her go, you know what? Since everyone's independent, you, you, uh, I can't be your lady, but I think I could be your queen. And then a new era of the Stormland, uh, uh, the Storm King, rather, with his queen, a girl with no name, (laughs) Gendry Baratheon and Arya Stark. And maybe that's a little too fairy tale, but this whole story is a fairy tale. I would like to have seen it, though. And who's to say that they have to stay within the Stormlands? I think, uh, I think Gendry and Arya would like to sail together. One day she goes, you know, it would be cool to be queen with you, but I want to explore the world. What's west of Westeros? No one knows. What say you and me go find out? And Gendry being the the lovesick little dude that he is, like, okay. I like that. I like the idea of them sailing the world together. As far as the rest of them go, I think it makes sense that Grey Worm takes the Unsullied to Noth, the homeland of his of his lost love and uh, a peaceful place, so they say. Miss Sunday said it. Uh, uh, the, her people can't fight because it's it it's a peaceful land. Well, who better to go to a peaceful land and make sure it stays safe than the Unsullied? Led by Grey Worm, uh, Torgonodo, or however you say his name in in uh, High Valyrian. I can think of no better place for them to go. No would-be slavers would dare, would dare, try and take. That's what they're there for. They're going to make sure that no one from the Isle of Noth gets put into slavery ever again. And it would put them closer to uh, their, you know, Essos, which is essentially their home. Their, uh, the site of their, you know, their forgotten, their their lost uh, queen. Maybe even uh, Daria Naharis can come visit and just kick it with Grey Worm and play, uh, make, uh, make bets again about who can hold their sword the longest with outstretched hands. <laughs> And reminisce about the Dragon Queen and how much they miss her. Maybe even uh, plot to go after the one who did it. Which I'm sure Grey Worm would go like, don't do that. And even if you wanted to, I don't think you could find him.
So, yeah. Then there's this other scenario. Keeping in the, uh, uh, the fairy tale ending. Because for a hot second, I thought maybe this was going to be the way it goes down. Daenerys takes King's Landing. The bells are rung, and she does not set fire to it as badly as she wants to. As badly as she wants to rule everyone with the only thing she has, which is fear, she doesn't do it. And instead, her armies stand down. They take Cersei prisoner, or at least attempt to. See, what would happen is this. Sandor and Arya are already on their way inside. But this time, since the city's not on fire and the city's not shaking, Sandor's not going to stop Arya. He might lean over and go, Are you sure you want to do this? Because I don't plan on making out of this alive. To which she'd probably say, Well, bully for you. Because I still have a mission. I still have a name to take off the list. The biggest name. He'd probably say, okay. If you if you must. The, the city's already been taken. And we'd still get Clegane Bull. Probably a more... Uh, you know, that's interesting. That's the interesting thing. Because no one won the Kogane Bowl. They both kind of lost. It was a draw, but it was the way it had to end. So if the city's not on fire, then they don't die the same way. And for a moment, it looked like Sir Gregor the Mountain was going to win. So maybe, maybe in this fight, right right before Sir Gregor looks like he's going to just absolutely pummel the Hound to death. Arya, from out of nowhere, doing her thing, plunges her cat's paw Valyrian steel dagger into the brain. Maybe right through his eye and out the back of his skull of Sir Gregor. The same way she said she was going to kill Sandor one day. Back in season three, she said, Someday I'm going to put a sword through your eye and out the back of your skull. But instead of doing that to Sandor, she does it to Sir Gregor. But we already saw that's not going to stop him. So maybe that gives enough enough of a distraction for... uh, for Sandor to, I don't know, think of something. Maybe there, uh, maybe there is a, a wildfire somewhere. You know, uh, you know, Dene- I, I don't, I don't know. See, it's hard to know. But I like the way, I like the fact that the both of them went out, and the both of them went out together because that's the only way it was gonna, it was gonna happen. But in the process of that. Cersei would would try and escape, whatever, or uh, you know, 
Arya would have to go back and um or maybe maybe Sir Gregor goes after Arya after you know her 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 attempt to kill him and you know that doesn't work and so Sandor's got to stop him and he's got to figure out a way to maybe he maybe he grabs a rock or something and just like keeps pummeling the mountain until his brains are just splattered everywhere and then Sandor dies of his wounds I don't know maybe Ar- maybe he is dying and he just wants he just wants it to to end and instead of giving and the mercy that Arya once denied him when he lost his fight with Brienne she finally grants him she's like you want this pain to stop he says yes please please and she mercy kills him oh man Then she'd be really pissed. And then she'd go after Cersei. But what if Jamie makes it there? And Jamie says, Stop, no, 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 don't do it. And Arya kills them both. I don't know. That's a that's a further rabbit hole to sink in, but what I was getting at is however whatever and however. Cersei is handled I imagine Daenerys decides she's the queen but the queen still needs a king beside her and Jon Snow agrees to marry her why? because hey surprise Jon I am with child I uh <laughs> I have your uh your incest baby in my belly it's cool though we're, we're uh we're like twice removed or something but much like her own mother Daenerys dies during childbirth so in that ending John fully John fully takes the uh, the role of Ned Stark by raising this child a child he by all intents and purposes probably should have killed but he doesn't because he's like no that's that's my that's my child i can't i can't even though she's a targaryen well technically so am i i can't kill her but i'll raise it i'll raise it to be better just like Ned Stark raised me to be better. And thus, we do a time jump, and John's taken taken his place as king only for the sake of his daughter or his son, whatever the kid is. <laughs> I like to think it's a daughter. So in that ending, we keep Drogon. Drogon stays. He stays with John. He stays with uh, with uh, the new baby. And then once the once once the kid is of age, it's time for him to step down. 
And he does. I think he does. I think John eventually, you know, he's, he says, okay, this is your kingdom now. And then his, his old bones or however, well, he wouldn't be that old, but you know, older. His older bones decides like, uh, it's time for me to, I don't want to be king regent. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm just going to, uh, I'm leaving the kingdom in good hands in, in, in my, my child's hands and in the hands of the advisors. I'm sure he would pick a great hand to rule the kingdom. He'd probably still pick Tyrion. I imagine Tyrion would still be, uh, he, he'd still be in the fold in, in the sense of running the kingdoms. And John would go north once again. He's like, I was, the only time he was ever truly happy was in, was beyond the wall. When he was pretending to be, a. uh, uh a deserter of the Night's Watch. He he meets Egret. He 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 found kind of true happiness. That's the only happy ending he gets. But again, that's the fairy tale ending because everybody wins in that one, kind of. But it would still be bittersweet because uh, I think that would cause a lot of uh, trouble with, uh, you know, let's let's say Arya does kill Cersei and then Jaime in the process. She'd have to she'd have to flee because I'm sure Tyrion would uh, would raise up a stink about that. Like I can't believe you you why did you do that? And he'd 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 probably demand a little bit of justice, and John's just not going to give it to him for that. Like I am not doing that to my sister. And even if I wanted to, I don't think I could. I think Arya would disappear at that point. Maybe she goes back to Bravos. Maybe she finds a ship and decides, all right, I am taking that boat trip. But I like the idea that in the time of John's rule raising his kid that he becomes best bros with Gendry (laughs) I just like that idea the Stark Baratheon relationship continues and why not because you know John pretty much followed in the footsteps of Ned Stark all the way through that was the point wasn't it So it's not a it's not a terrible uh, uh, diversion or deviation from what actually happened, but close. Those are the things that, had I seen it, I would not have been mad about it. And there you go. In this special edition of Mark Talk, but it's only for you, Patsy, because you requested it. And there it is. If I do think of some more ideas, though, I will let you know.